Recently, a major corporation gave in to Americans' impatience. Have any idea what I'm talking about? What? Very good. Wow. That's scary that you would know what was going on in my mind. McDonald's. Why? You guys can't answer. What? Breakfast all day. Breakfast all day. You don't have to wait until the next morning if it's after 1030. I mean, there was a movie about that very thing. Do you guys remember that? Falling down, yes. He was angry. He was sort of this middle class, middle aged, middle everything kind of guy. And uh, the last straw was he went to McDonald's and it was like 1031 and a half. Yeah. And that was it. It, It was not a good day after that for anybody. I mean, have it your way, right? Burger King. Quarterly earning statements. It's the same sort of thing. We're impatient. We want things now. We, we want to see progress. 30 pounds in 30 days. How many of you clicked on that? Right? Yeah. The biggest clickbait stuff that we have is, is, are the ones that say five ways to something. Because we're looking for that quick hit. We want, we want the instant answer. That's why we love Google. That's, that's why we love and are addicted to our phones. When that, when that little notification goes off, you know, whatever yours is, the ding, the beep, the button, the buzzer, the knock, the whatever it is, your brain goes, oh, we're going to get something. There's something for us there. That's why you have to put this thing in your drawer when you're trying to do something because it'll drive you crazy and just keep you doing that. So we're, we're, I mean, we're incredibly, incredibly impatient. It's interesting to me that um, patience is one of the seven virtues taught by the Roman Catholic Church. Patience is one of the seven virtues. They correspond with the seven deadly sins that are taught by, by the Roman Catholic Church. I didn't realize that there were seven virtues and seven... I knew there were seven deadly sins, but I didn't know that there were seven virtues that went along with them until I started researching into patience. And I didn't realize that patience went along with the deadly sin of anger. But of course, it just made complete sense to me. Because in general, when I get angry is is because I'm impatient. I I want it to be the way I want it to be right now whatever it is. I I want that thing, whether it's um, the house to be clean, whether it's the paper to be done, whether it's, you know, the car to be fixed, uh, you know, the project to be over, whatever that is, that's that's when I get angry. So we're just gonna have a little fun. Anybody, um, can you name the, can you name one of the seven deadly sins? Sloth. What is the, uh, uh, oh gosh, what is, the, uh, what is this, the virtue that goes along with sloth? I have to write them down, so. Any ideas? Diligence. Diligence. Which is, which is some, I mean, like, like right along with patience, I mean, diligence is, is basically doing things along the way, you know, on a regular basis. Those, those daily habits, those daily things that, that make such a big difference. I mean, that's one of, the, one of the big movements right now in, in sort of the self-help wor- world is, is these tiny habits. 
and to start, start these little tiny habits, little bitty things that make that over time. If you, so if you do this little thing every day for 365 days, you get more than 365 times the effect. But you got to do it every day, even if it's just a little thing. Even if it's just a little thing. Even if it's just, you know, after you take, after you take three bites, you slide your plate away from you three inches. It tells your body you're done. Start doing that at one meal. See what happens. One little habit. Diligence. So another, uh, another uh, deadly sin. Lust. What, what? Lust. What? Lust. Lust. What is the, um, what is the uh, corresponding? It's a belt. Chastity. Chastity. Yep, you, you nailed it on the head. Chastity. Chastity. Um, St. Francis of Assisi, I think before he was St. Francis of Assisi, said, uh, you know, basically give me chastity, but not right now. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, maybe not one of his better quotes, but very funny. Okay, what's, a, what's another? Seven deadly sin? Yes, sir. Gluttony. gluttony yes, what would, what would go on with gluttony? What? Temperance? Temperance? Uh, close. What? What? That's what you. I didn't tell you you couldn't. You're right. Moderation. 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 All right. What's another one? Pride. Pride. Yes. Or vanity. Right? Pride or vanity. And what is the corresponding one? Humility. Very good. Wow. We must have some prideful people in here because they knew that that was humility. Very good. Right, let's see, uh, we, have, we have one left. No, we have two left. Greed. What is it? Greed is charity. Very good. Greed, charity. It's, it's hard to be, it's hard to be gre- greedy, harder to be greedy if you're, if you're charitable. Um, and, what's the, and what's the last one? Envy, envy. What is, what's the one that corresponds with envy? This is a tough one, too. I didn't... Kindness. Kindness for the, for the, for the three punchers over there, right? Kindness. Because oftentimes, we're not very kind to people that we're envious of. And we look at somebody, oh, look at that guy driving that new Jag. He must be a jerk. Right? I mean, that's because I don't have one and I really want one. So I'm envious so I can, you know, anyway. I, that was, I just thought that was, that was kind of fun. Um, it was kind of fun. Patience in the Greek is a combination of the words long and passion. Long and passion. Um, because does anybody know what the, the, the original meaning of the word passion is? When we talk about it in the old way, we talk about the passion of Christ. It's not that he was really excited about stuff. It was his suffering. That passion in, in the original way of understanding, and especially coming out of, the, out, of, out of the Greek way of understanding it, is, 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 is suffering. Compassion is to suffer alongside of. So long 
suffering is another way of translating the Greek word for patience, long-suffering. Gandhi said that, that, all, that patience was really about self-suffering because you're waiting for something. You're being patient about something. And, and generally, because we want whatever that thing is, even if it's something really good, like, you know, equal rights or, 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 or you know, whatever the, that thing is, um, we suffer because we don't, we don't have it because we don't have it. And sometimes it's, it's self-inflicted suffering in the case of the, you know, the, the car or the toy or the whatever that is. So long suffering. In, uh, in the Bible, a lot of times, uh, you know, patience uh, is coris- you know, is, is corresponds with this slow to anger, having a long fuse rather than a short fuse. Practicing patience means extending the time between which um, you, get, you get that feeling and something comes out of your mouth. The fastest way to significance in somebody's life is, is, is violence. I mean, if you, if you want to be significant in somebody's life, just yell at them or throw a punch at them, put a gun in their face. You're pretty significant to them, Right? That's the fastest way. So, so sometimes when, we, when we're being impatient, we want significance. And so we go to anger. We go to violence, verbal or otherwise, in order to, in order to get that. Um, impatience or anger is not so great for relationships. Not so great for deepening your faith not so great for developing anything of real worth, is it? I mean, there's this huge movement now around mindfulness meditation. A lot of it is about developing patience, about being able to sit or walk or whatever without being carried away by all of the things that are happening in your mind allowing to sit and to focus on one thing. Christians might call it centering prayer or, um, or something of, of that way, and, and Christians practice that oftentimes by taking a word and repeating the word over and over and over to focus on that one word, teaching them patience in that moment. Franklin Delano Roosevelt um, after or sort of during toward the end of World War II, the, they had all these conferences, and and before the Yalta conference, and I believe it was basically uh, I can't remember exactly who was at the Yalta, but but Stalin was probably there, and and um, oh gosh, uh, Churchill, thank you, gosh, Churchill and FDR, and and apparently uh, FDR remarked uh, to Churchill or to somebody saying, "Well, I hope we can I hope we can get this thing done in in like five or six days." And Churchill said something to the effect of, I don't know if we can, you know, reorganize the world in five or six days. The Lord Almighty took seven. <laughs> it's a great, great, I mean, Churchill's got a million of them, but that, what a great quote, right? I mean, we get like, like, really, FDR? You're a smart guy. We're going we're gonna to reorganize the world after World War II in five days. 
And of course, this wasn't the first conference, so I'm sure he was impatient. He wanted to move on. He wanted to get things done. The beautiful part of of being a person of faith is that when we don't have the resources within ourselves, and most of the time we don't, (laughs) to be really honest, we get to draw upon that that deep well that is the Spirit of God. And over and over and over in the Scripture, um, God is noted as being slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love, patient with us, even when we are impatient with ourselves. Patient with us, even when we are impatient with ourselves. I wonder sometimes if Joseph would have stayed with Mary if he had been less patient. If he had been angry about the fact that the one to whom he was betrothed is pregnant and at least to the human eye, you know, would have had to have been with somebody else and not him. That his life, the way he wanted it to go, was not going to go that same way. You wonder if, if Mary, well, she definitely wouldn't have had the same reaction <laughs> that we have recorded in the scripture when the angel came to visit her. And basically, she said, here I am. You know, use me, Lord. Uh, this is a wonderful thing. When she found out that she was pregnant as a betrothed woman, not yet fully married to Joseph. Would Paul have written all those letters if he had been, if he had given in to his impatience with all of the congregations that he wrote to? Because in every single letter he wrote, they're messing stuff up. (laughs) And he is often a little bit angry with them, but he's writing to them and trying to correct it. And so he uses his patience the patience of God, in order to try to direct them and then left the lasting legacy for us. So what is it in your life that you're playing the short game with? What is it in your life that you're like, you know, I I need this now, Not, not later, now. What is it that is making you angry? Because God is playing the long game. He's playing the long game. He gave us Jesus to show us what that looks like. That even when everything looks like it's going exactly the wrong way, God is faithful God has steadfast love. God's Spirit goes with us. The Spirit that moved over the watery chaos to create everything. The Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. The Spirit that gives us life and leads us into all truth. And so whatever you're dealing with, whatever's making you angry, I encourage you to 
seek out God's patience and play the long game. Let's pray.